point is, the end result is the same. Duty calls. I have searched the world over before you. That is so cool. You guys all just have this really tight bond. Just call me the computer whisperer. He seemed so nice and normal. You don't want to come back to my place? That smell makes me nauseous. I thought it was going to be a slow night. It's fucking fantastic. I love that sound. Can we go now? Ahoy hoy! Hello! Welcome to Beer with Buffy, I'm Josh. I'm Rex. And today on Beer with Buffy, we're going to be reviewing Season 5, Episode 20 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Spiral. You know, almost universally, when we sit down ready to record and everything, I have this momentary panic in the back of my head of like, did I watch the right episode? That means you're doing it right. (laughs) Everything's spiraling out of control in your head. Every time, though, dude, every time. Well, uh, we're kind of backed up on voicemails, but we've also been stupid fucked busy and had a lot of shit going on. Yeah. We're going to get back to them eventually, or we're just going to start defaulting to responding privately in an email or a text or whatever so that you don't feel uh, ignored. But it's just kind of a, a lot of extra work for us to prep responding to a voicemail and then editing it in later. Yeah. So I apologize for that, but it, it kind of might just be a dead bit for us. Life's been kicking our asses lately. and In some good ways. It, yeah, in some good ways. Some good ways. In some but, good ways. But also in some shitty ways. Yeah, like getting you know. fired. <laughs> yeah, it's it's life. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I, I cut out the part of the episode where you announced that you got that job. Oh, good, good. So good. nobody even knows good. that anything was going that, on there. That actually does make me feel better. <laughs> No shame, no shame. Anyway, we have business to attend to. Business! Uh, yes, business. Rex is down to them business socks. Uh, with You know what that means. What? It's business time! <laughs> Do it. No, we have our list of executive doodle-doos, which is steadily growing. Thank you all so much. Well, fuck a doodle-doo, Rex. Indeed, indeed. We have Dead Serious, Callista... Ali Bonarengo, Nathan Lancy, Christian Dulcinea, Rachel Gregory, Rachel Doodledoo, D. Scharinghausen, Club E. Seal, Sandra Craig, Jay Sommer, Christina, Catherine Parkinson, Karen Moon, Chris V. Man, Pat Likes Turtles Once Again, Scarlett Choi, Janella Lindauer, Bad at Changing Their Name Heaps, K. Fro Horse Dildo with a BWB logo gnome. Still. Still. <laughs> Father DeFinistrato, Methuen DeBurr, Kelly McAdams, Jesse Rain, Alex from the Heart, and Carrie Phillips. Thank you all so much. Without you, this show literally isn't possible. I had the weirdest fucking dream the other night about a sea turtle in uh, an aquarium tank that it was way too small for it, but that wasn't really a factor in the dream. Kind of like those lobster tanks at the grocery store. Right. And uh, I was there with my coworker who in the dream suddenly is like this turtle expert and he like (laughs) climbs halfway in the tank and he's practically crocodile dundee in there he's the turtle immediately just chomps down on his arm and he's like oh yeah that happens they do that you know it's cool and he's like peeling apart its shell a little bit just to get to like it's turtle equivalent of a shoulder God. and i'm like i don't think you're supposed to be able to do that to their shell but he's like no it's cool it's i got this i got this. you know i don't i don't dream like that <laughs> like i don't 
I don't have those kind of like narrative vivid dreams. Where yeah, it, and like, and it, so it starts to look like chicken meat <laughs> underneath the shell here, and oh he God. just kind of like rips out this hunk of something or other, and I'm like, oh my God, you're hurting that poor turtle. And he's like, no, it's good, it's cool, and then he closes up the shell again, and the turtle's all happy now because he he fixed it. He fixed the turtle. Josh. Yeah. Are you okay? No. <laughs> I am not now, nor have I ever been. Okay. Because that's a pretty bizarre dream. I know, right? <laughs> Particularly if you haven't done anything watching like a turtle documentary or something like that. I mean, I, I like turtles. I mean, who doesn't? I've always had a thing for turtles. Um, I had a pet turtle when I was a kid. And, uh, oh, my really? Mom, I didn't know that. My mom made me get rid of it. We put it into oh, of course. the river. Yeah, of course. Anything that I love, she has to get rid of because it competes for her love. Wait, wait. You put it in the river? Yeah, it almost certainly died immediately. Yeah. <clears throat> I've like, recently was learned. It, was it a pet turtle like you got from a pet store? Yeah. And you, oh my God. Yeah, she's yeah not, it died so quick. She's not knowledgeable about these things. And me being like four <laughs> years old also right. was not knowledgeable. Yeah, about that's these horrible. Things. So um, Rip Fred the turtle. It was fun while it lasted. Man. Yeah. And, um, speaking of your mother, time for mom synopsis. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Joshua, what are you doing, Joshua? Well, you know how I've always wanted to travel the country in an RV. Yes, I know you're a dirty hippie, Joshua, and that you even failed at that. Tell me more, Joshua. Well, so I figure I'm never going to attain my aspirations of becoming the coolest vampire ever. So, where are you going with this, Joshua? And you know how, uh, just bear with me, you know how I'm not exactly a goddess who escaped from a demon hell dimension? Well, that's a matter of opinion, honestly. And how I'm also not a recently unemployed but talented medical professional. <laughs> this is getting very specific, Joshua. Well, I... It's okay. I've narrowed it down to what I want to be when I grow up. Oh, thank God. Why do I even visit you anymore? Well, you have to have somewhere to do laundry. Mental note. Gonna buy a washing machine. You're going to be a washing machine when you grow up? <laughs> I think that's called a loser, Joshua. <laughs> so I've narrowed it down <laughs> to being either a great father figure who's been impaled by a javelin or... Becoming the inventor of a house key that unlocks every door and window to your house and opens them at the same time and also demolishes a few walls and redirects all the raw sewer pipes directly into your basement. Are you okay, Joshua? <laughs> the answer is, and always has been, no, not even a little. <laughs> so the other so the only other option oh good as long as you're happy dear now what are you on about with the javelins and bad key designs sounds like you've been watching too much tv again joshua right i'll just tell you all about it certainly no danger of you actually listening because today <laughs> on buffy the vampire slayer we pick up right where we left off last episode, and Glory gives chase to Buffy and Dawn. Luckily, she gets hit by a truck, just long enough to transform into Ben. 
The Scooby Gang collectively decides to run away in a Winnebago. They get chased by the Knights of Byzantium, who then lay siege to them as they hole up in an abandoned gas station. Giles is wounded from a javelin thrown through the windshield, so they make the Knights agree to let them call a medic to tend to Giles. Buffy calls Ben, of course, who we've recently learned needs the key just as much as Glory if he ever wants to escape her grasp. Ben kind of sort of accidentally transforms into Glory right in front of the whole Scooby gang. And then Glory sort of runs away with Dawn. Buffy, feeling utterly defeated, crumples to her knees and stares blankly. Spike urges people to Ben's car while Willow begs Buffy to get up. The end. Ladies, gentlemen, spiny-headed little creatures. Soon as the sun goes down, 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 down. Soon as the sun goes down, down, down. I was actually really surprised at the end of this episode just because I'm like, was that it? Right? Wow, that was fast. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hell of an ending. Yeah, but I mean, like, the flow of the episode just sipped right by. Ooh-wee, that sure was a crazy <laughs> ending, wasn't it? <laughs> Hope you didn't just waste oh, your God. lives or something. Sorry, I've been too, doing too much Rick and Morty. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get more of that around here, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Hey, shameless name drop. By the way, everybody... Wubba Lubba Pod Pod is 100% live, mainly on Podbean, but also all your other favorite podcast platforms. Check us out at wubbalubbapodpod.com and wubbalubbapod.com. I bought both of them. Why not? We're not on iTunes yet, but we will be in a week or two. It's fine. Soon. Yes. It's coming <laughs> soon to a radio thing. Anyway, we, we open the episode right where we left off from the to-be-continued in Tara's dorm room, just after uh, Glory has done her big Kool-Aid man imper- impersonation, which she continues on. Oh, I didn't even catch it. Oh, yeah. Glory did. Yeah. Yeah. At the tail end of previous episode. Right? I mean, she was all dressed up. It was all made out of felt, and yeah. she's, <laughs> she had some streamers for and, the and red she car- streamers. And she carries on with it, too, because immediately... Buffy grabs Dawn and and takes off running. Doesn't stop the door, just goes right through the door. Okay, bye. <laughs> Fuck this door. Willow plays back up as uh, she uses some magic to hold Glory back and, and throw her as, as her and Tara take off running. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. This is when Glory just... Like, fuck corners, fuck hallways, just go straight line through walls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, when you're trapped in a dimension that you're not the queen of or the yeah. god of, where everybody's, like, normal and shit, and you want to get home, yeah, you seize them DMs. You carpy those... You seize the carp. T- yes. You, you seize the carp. You sizzle some fish. You make some goddamn tacos. <laughs> Oh, God, fish tacos sounds so mm, good. Goldfish tacos. Smile. You've Fuck, got goldfish. so hungry. <laughs> I don't think that's the right uh, tune for that. No, I don't think it is. I love the carpets because they're so delicious. <laughs> I found it. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not 100% sold on Buffy's slayer strength here, hard air quotes, yeah, when she right. picks up Dawn and starts running. I'm like, you look burdened sarah michelle galar well it was definitely a stunt double yeah not just because the moment she picks dawn up she's holding dawn to where you cannot see her face Hmm. she's holding dawn up 
in her arms to where you can't see Buffy's face. And then when it shows a camera shot of her running from behind, it is unquestionably not Sarah Michelle Keller. Okay, I didn't even look that close, but I was like, you're definitely not running particularly fast. But I guess it's faster than if Dawn is, you know, losing her breath and not running at all. I think it would have been more believable if she had picked Dawn up and, like, slung her over her shoulder. Right. Maybe. Because, like, while I totally understand why they wouldn't have done that filming-wise, but I think it would have been a bit much even for Buffy with her strength to pick Dawn up like that and run. It definitely would have helped her... awkward way to run. Yeah, it would have helped her center her weight better. Probably would have broken Dawn's ribs, though. (laughs) Um, I mean, they tried to use some snappy cuts here, the way she jumps over the bench. Yeah. To make it look super fast and agile, like she's got the Slayer moves, but I I wasn't buying it. Anyway, Glory catches up to them. She's got some kind of fucking celerity. Yeah, that's kind of the first time we've ever saw that. Yeah, this is the first time we're really seeing celerity, and they're not just doing the blink cut. Right, right. Um, They're actually putting a little bit of money into it. But yeah, Glory catches up with them super easy. Glory's like, any last words? What'd she call her? Slay runt? Yes, slay runt. Slay runt. I really hate when people touch my things. Yeah. <laughs> last words, slay runt. Yeah. <laughs> Just one truck. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Glory go trucky by. And then Ben go trucky by. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. as soon as Glory lands on a car, she turns into Ben. Ben has a little drag show. Yeah. He's used to it at this point. It's fine. Opening um, credits. Yeah. Cut to Xander's apartment, where the Scooby Gang meeting is happening, and Don is uh, pretty stoked about Glory getting bammed by a truck right in front of her. Uh, everybody gives all the credit to Buffy without her even trying, and uh, Buffy's got to be a big old joyless buzzkill with the truth and shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they at first think that, oh, maybe Buffy gave her a good whack or something, mm-hmm. and then... Oh, all your years of training. I knew they'd pay off <laughs> And Buffy. then Don, Don's like, no, it was a truck. <laughs> you threw a truck at her? <laughs> I wanted that to be the truth. Right. Right. That'd have been neat. God, I I do kind of wish that she that Buffy was just a touch stronger to where like we could get a shot of her like throwing a car at someone. Yeah, I think that would be great. Maybe someday, but no, she just kind of let some good old fashioned combustion technology combined with momentum times mass and boom squish. I mean, probably more squish to the truck than her, but hey, sometimes you just got to squish. Am I right or am I right? Right. Sure. Right. <laughs> Squish. <laughs> no, Buffy is very, very legitimately worried and freaking out right now because, like, the fuck are they going to do? Yeah. What, She's a god. What the fuck <laughs> are they going to do? I'm surprised they didn't Bugs Bunny that shit. Obviously, reference to that upcoming in just right. a moment. I'm surprised the truck didn't drive through her and then she was still standing there and then we see a glory-shaped hole in the truck. Right. Yeah, like for fuck's sake, like every all the rest of the Scoobies here are like so positive that oh Buffy can handle this, and Buffy's the only one who's like, are you morons? She's a god. Yeah, (laughs) demigod. I'd say demigod. I mean, demigod only because she's trapped in a mortal body. She's clearly not omniscient. 
And she's not really omnipotent either. Well, no, she's no. just she's just super, super powerful. Yeah, she's neither all knowing or all powerful. Way more powerful than Buffy. I think my standards for gods are just too high. <laughs> Maybe. Being, you know, attemptedly raised as a Christian. <laughs> uh, or, you know, around Christianity anyway. But yeah, like I don't know. I don't get quite everyone's response here. It it doesn't feel right to me that like that they're they're not freaking out as equally. And the fact that they well, I think they've just gotten a little too comfortable with the fact that Buffy always saves the day yeah. and always finds a way to overpower her foes. That's really the how the stakes are being raised this time. Yeah. And I think that was a great writing choice. No, I definitely agree that like it's a it's great that she's going up against a god that mm. like because like dude i don't remember the end of the season and i have no fucking clue how she's gonna fucking manage this, this I, ha- I have an gi- idea but... this episode gives us some hints of how she might manage it yeah but like yeah i don't legitimately fucking, remember how yeah either. Um, no no clue but buffy has to put her foot down remember how she started learning how to put her foot down last episode but really sucked at it yeah. Well, I guess she really learned her lesson this time. <laughs> yeah, because everyone shuts the fuck up. Because now she's doing it in a way that I approve of. Yeah. Congratulations, Buffy. You've earned my approval. I'm sure that's exactly what you were going for. I, I'm sure that's all that matters to her. <laughs> and this she fictional says, character from 20 years ago. Exactly. And she says, we need to run for the fucking hills. Which, But, but what if we don't want to? <laughs> we're doing it anyway. Yeah, maybe rather we just drop a piano Bugs Bunny style on her head. Thank you, Anya. Yeah. If the truck didn't do it, the piano's not gonna. Yeah. Quote of the day here. I think it's Giles's might be Xander's. Not sure yet. Let's let's run with it and find out. Xander says, yeah, because that's what we used to kill that big demon that one time. Oh, wait, that was a rocket launcher on. What are you talking about? We should drop a piano on her. It always works for that creepy cartoon rabbit when he's running from that nice man with the speech impediment. <laughs> Giles says, yes, or perhaps we could paint a convincing tunnel on the side of a mountain. Let's just keep thinking, everyone. I think Giles. I think that's where the real punchline is. Um, yeah. Xander was also funny. Anya definitely teed it up. Xander and Giles, they they made the actual funny jokes there. Good times. But anyway, it's unanimous because Buffy says so. More importantly, though, it's not go home, pack your shit, and let's go. It's no, grab any goods that you have on hand right now. It's fucking bug out time. Like, we're bugging out. Yeah. They run. And uh, only thing left is, who's driving? Xander says the Xandermobile won't get them where they're going. I don't really remote recall what his vehicle is or looks like. I wonder if he still has that, like, convertible. Huh. He got, like, remember his uncle's car? No. <laughs> the episode with the zombies. Oh yeah. yeah. Huh. Like I wonder if he still has that car. Hmm. That's funny. I would have imagined him in a piece of shit well, immediately. Yeah, but huh. he's also a bit vain. And he has a decent construction job. So like I could see him like yeah. shelling out for a good car. Yeah, no, I can too. Absolutely. Anyway, we'll get to the vehicle in a moment, obviously. Cut to a Glory slash Ben's apartment. Yes. The the condo, the layer yeah what layer yeah. it's definitely a layer whatever kind of building it is it's yeah. a layer because evil things reside in it but yeah uh ben is talking to one of glory's minions a minion we hadn't seen before now yeah 
think her <clears throat> name was Gronks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, she she gave me the vibes of the um, Miracle Max's wife from Princess Bride. A bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's <laughs> the age makeup versus the the scabby demon makeup. Yeah, fairly similar actually. Ben is pissy that he couldn't become a doctor. We find out that like he could actually end this whole thing by killing the key. Well, Apparently. she specifically said that he needs to kill an innocent if he finds the key. I think that might be some clever wordplay. They didn't specifically say the person that is the key or Don. Hmm. So that could come back it's, around. Yeah. But also his idea, and I guess this is partly a, a, a little bit part of why he wanted to become a doctor was not just to help people and be part of their lives, but also drugs. And maybe with enough drugs, glory would be buried. Hey, every job's got to have perks. Am I right? <laughs> so, yeah, not the worst option. Not the best option. Not the worst. But hey, man, you could get those drugs as a nurse. Oh, fucking hey, yeah. Even if you have to steal them. Yeah. You'd probably get away with stealing drugs left and right as a oh, nurse. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I I'm wouldn't sure. know. I don't do that, certainly. <laughs> I am not a nurse. Nor uh, am I. <laughs> but no, he, he plans on surviving and keeping his life and somehow getting rid of glory. Yeah, and it's left kind of ambiguous and it's like oh no is ben a friend or a foe threat or innocuous pretty boy love interest find out next week here on rocky and bullwinkle or i mean bullwinkle of the vampire slayer yeah yeah that's the one we found it we got there it's all right uh we cut to some random alley where everyone is outside and by everyone i mean sans buffy so, quote of the day right out of the gate here. Xander, I, he keeps talking about this Sergeant Rock guy twice in the episode. This yeah. is the first reference. I don't know who the fuck that is, but whatever. I actually meant to look that up. Do that right now. Yeah. He says, hey, we got to be like Sergeant Rock. Cool and collected in the face of overwhelming odds. Anya says, overwhelming? How much more than whelming would that be exactly? Giles responds, look, everything will be all right. We just need to stay here calmly. And as soon as Buffy arrives... And then a huge-ass Winnebago drives up and screeches to a halt in front of them. The windows are all covered with aluminum foil. The door swings open. Giles continues, We'll feel oddly worse. That's uh, two scenes yeah. in a row that we get the Xander, Anya, Giles, set him up and knock him down trio. Sergeant Rock is a comic book. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's a DC comic book, which is why I didn't recognize it because I didn't really read DC comics when I was reading comics. Hmm. I was I was a Marvel boy. Yeah, I was neither. I read Batman. That was about it for DC Comics. Everything else was mostly Spider-Man, X-Men, Iron Man. Cool. I recall. So they all get in, and Buffy's already in there looking at some yeah. maps sitting at the table. Because, you know, it's a Winnebago. It's got that little dining right. room table thing. I uh, actually really like Winnebago's. I've never. I don't think I've ever really been inside one. Um, I've always wanted to get one and then gut it and then remodel it. Yeah, like remodel it like it's a tiny house and not a Winnebago. I wanted to do that with a school bus. Uh, Giles and Xander are immediately all frequent about Spike's presence, and you know Buffy's like, "No, fuck you." He stays, and it's dropped pretty quick. Yep. Uh, Spike's wearing some big stupid black goggles and he did that old trick that he did with his car and he black, blacked out all the windows but this time with 
tinfoil wrapped around cardboard and just a little square cut out of the front window again. I'm like, man, you guys really got to find a back alley window tinter. Right. (laughs) Somebody who can do that shit on short notice. (laughs) Hell, it it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be better. Yeah. (laughs) Slightly more visibility than zero. Yeah. You know, that'd be great. But, uh, yeah, Spike, according to Buffy, is the only one with any chance of defending Dawn against Glory besides herself. And, I mean, in the sense of, like, yeah, he could slow her down for, like, half a second. And that half a second might make all the difference. Yeah, possibly. Uh, Xander disagrees. Oh, wait, no, Xander agrees now. Um, It's okay. Because Buffy said, shut the fuck up. Yeah. A book by Buffy Summers. Shut the fuck up, Xander. Yeah. It's a whole series. Yeah, buy it. It's a whole series. Go on to Amazon. It's just the words shut the fuck up, Sandra, over and over again <laughs> yeah. for like a thousand pages. It's, it's great. Well, that's how each page starts. And then it's basically just a journal. <laughs> you can just write whatever you want in it. Today started with telling Xander to shut the fuck up. Again, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> so cut to the hospital. Some bros in hats who don't look at all suspicious are checking a patient out of the hospital. And guess who it is, Rex? The Knights of... I can't fucking pronounce it. Byzantium. Yeah, Byzantium. Yeah, it's our old friend Orlando from the Knights of Byzantium. And gosh, they're all super stoked about how easy it was for two grown-ass men to kidnap another grown-ass man from a mental ward of a hospital. I mean... Dude, I, I bet I bet the fucking nurses and shit at that mental ward are like, no, you want to take one? Fucking take them. We have too many. You want them? Here, do you want another one? <laughs> Seriously, we, though. We can give you three more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. We are all tired and overworked. Please mm-hmm. save us. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, places like that regularly discharge mental patients because they don't have insurance. Yeah. You just walk in and be like, he doesn't have insurance. And they'll be like, oh, shit, get him what? out. <laughs> I mean, it looks like he has insurance, but if we can get rid of him, shit. <laughs> He's yours now. Oh, they didn't need, he was probably a fucking John Doe. So they could have just walked oh, in yeah. and be like, oh, he's my cousin. He probably was. Apparently, these guys grow up at Ren Fairs. Yes. So, so they're running away with their bounty here without murdering the nurse because they accidentally stole her pen. I mean, I don't know about you, Rex, but when I steal a pen, you're going to have to pry it from my cold, dead <laughs> fucking hands. Hey, if I'm stealing a pen, it's because it's a pen that deserves to be stolen. Absolutely. And like... When you find a pen that really works, it's yeah. just a really good pen. Mm, it's destiny. It's destiny. <laughs> it just glides. So Which is smooth. why, by the way, I don't loan people my pens. <laughs> yeah, it just feels so good in your hand. Oh God! And it's like, how much could it possibly cost them? Not your problem, right? Not exactly. your problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, these guys are goddamn whelps. It's like they wanted the guy and not the pen. <laughs> so outside. In the woods, they're getting away with their friend that they honestly probably were completely legally taking. Right. Like <laughs> Nobody's going to stop you guys. They interrupt <laughs> uh, the Ren Fair that they grew up in. Yes. I, w- wait, what? Oh, my God. So these guys are all a part of a modern order of actual knights. We've seen them before, obviously. They're yep. the Knights of Byzantium. And 
but we've never seen them before in their natural habitat. You know, I can see <laughs> their natural habitat. I've, I can see them getting dressed up in the chain mail and the cloaks and whatnot right. with their swords like, to go on a mission. But you know, then they all get in their cars and on yeah. their planes, and they have but to like, go. No, no, they have to they're go just, through customs and deal with buses. They're just a whole shit. army of knights on fucking horses. But they like live in the woods and they have horses. <laughs> Like, how the fuck do these people go through what I would guess would be a have to be a fairly urban environment? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, California has a pretty high population, for fuck's sake. Uh-huh. Like, while there are plenty of places where there's just fucking nothing because it's desert, like, you still have to, like, you're in the city, guys. Yeah. How the fuck did you- My first thought was, <laughs> how the hell do you manage to keep fresh recruits in your ranks if you have to dress up like medieval knights and ride horses and live in the woods and take weird cults way too serious? Oh, never mind. That's actually probably not yeah. that hard. Religion. That's yeah. <laughs> I answered my own question yeah, real quick. It was like, it's called Ren Fairs. Yeah. You go to a Ren Fair. You grab any random handful of dudes that are way too into this Ren fair, and there you yeah. go. You're good. You got this. The the amount of brainwashing that you'd probably have to do. Minimal. Very minimal. Minimal. <laughs> Buy him a couple free turkey legs <laughs> that aren't, aren't even real turkey, apparently. They're ham. And I'm like, that's even better. No, the one, the, all the ones I've seen were were actual turkey. That's legs. what I thought, but I got Lauren Jewell on Facebook telling me that they were definitely not turkey, but huh. in fact, very maybe probably pork. I don't know how you even do Hell, that, d- dude. If they're pork, yes, yeah, give me That's a ham leg. So much better please. than turkey. Thank you. Oh, I don't, I don't like turkey. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's only semantics now that there were no turkeys harmed in the making of this turkey leg. Someone brought it up that to me in the last few days that there's all this association with these fucking turkey legs and ren fairs and shit mm-hmm. but like they didn't have turkeys in in med- medieval times really because turkeys are native to north america hmm. they didn't exist in europe before europeans came here and I'm, took them back did they have pheasants or other well, large birds not as large as a fucking turkey they huh. had chickens that's about as big as you get outside of a turkey so yeah, the turkey leg completely inaccurate at Ren Fairs. Eh, it's just like Americanizing Chinese food. What are yeah, you gonna do? Yeah. Well, if this guy wants to fight with weapons. I've got it covered from A to Z, from axe to Z other axe. I'm fairly certain I said no interruptions. So Orlando is walking into the woods and he's like, the trees are singing water. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, they are, Orlando. Yes, they are. I'm going to use that. Those are lyrics right there. General Gregor and his crew of dipshits learned from their beloved Orlando that the key is a pretty little shiny girl. And they apparently already knew that Buffy was protecting the key. So now that they know... That it's a pretty little girl. That's all the information they need. And now they can finally chase down Buffy with impeccably convenient timing. Yeah. yeah. Also, apparently, they have GPS trackers because. Right. Yeah, like, how the fuck do they ever even find them? Because they had Orlando. He was their homing beacon. I think there's. 
vaguely sufficient evidence to argue that all of the uh, the crazy people that glory had turned could sense the key i get i guess i could kind of, uh, because glory now knows who the key is okay yeah if they that, have this that residual connection yeah, that i that i think i can i can accept yeah it, um, I, it, it's not great, but it I was, think that's where they were going. It was it. definitely the moment they showed up chasing the Winnebago. I'm like, what? It's the only connection we have. Yeah. Because they had Terra and they had Orlando. Anyway, a whole ass army moves on out. Yep. Uh, cut to the best road trip ever. Everyone's so happy and having a gay old time. Oh, boy. <laughs> Giles is driving. Everybody's sitting at the table, everybody else anyway, Spike on the floor next to Don. Yeah. Xander's looking a little car sick. Yeah, a little bit. Which I totally can understand because like bigger vehicles like that when they're going on the road, especially an old Winnebago. They've got that sway like a yeah. boat and that thing looked massive. <laughs> it looked like it probably needed shocks. Yeah. <laughs> so you that. know when it's going over it's going over a bump, it's like a wave pool. Yeah, that looked like they found a Winnebago quick on a budget. Yeah. Somebody probably paid them to take it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you want this Winnebago? I'll give you five hundred bucks. Get it out of here. <laughs> Traded it for half a bike frame <laughs> and an old license plate. I did that once. True story. But it was a camper, uh, not a Winnebago. You were there. Oh, yeah. I recall that now. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> Quote of the day. Anya's like, do we know where we're going yet? Spike says, we'd already be somewhere if Captain Slowpoke would give up the wheel. Hey, Gramps, bloody step on it. Step on what? I've driven tricycles <laughs> with more power. Thank you, Giles. He's just knocking him out of the park today. Yeah. And then even while carsick, Xander is still bringing the zingers for Spike. And not too many lines in between that last quote and this one, Xander says, would you give it a rest or, or what? You're going to toss your cookies on my shoes. <laughs> or you can be undead man walking. See how fast you can hitch a ride with a flaming thumb. Except, you know, he looks like he's going to puke the whole time. Yeah. Which I'm not going to try to emulate. Right. It's fine. It's, it's kind of difficult to pretend to be queasy. Right. He did a good job, though. Yeah, I gotta, he really did. Got to hand it to him. You know, I'm really surprised that neither of the following things happened. He didn't run to the bathroom and throw up. He didn't right. stick his head out the window and throw up. And they didn't show him puking at all. Right. And I thank them. Yes, I completely so fucking agree. Much. I am like, so fucking tired of seeing people vomit in sh movies and TV shows. Yeah. I'm so Especially goddamn... Especially when it does not fucking matter for the story. Yeah. And it almost never does. Uh, yeah. Seriously. Tell me one time when it really mattered that we saw the vomit. One fucking time. I challenge everybody listening to this right now. I'm really curious to see what your answers are. Yeah. Either that or you're probably just going to agree with me that it's fucking gross. And there's no need for that. There's no that, fucking need. And uh, I'm probably going to get more pushback on this, but that and newborn babies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to see that in movies either. Yeah. Especially when they try to make it look all gooey and chunky. I'm like, just stop. God, why? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah. um, Anya and Spam. <laughs> 
Anya's like, hey, does anyone want a snack? And she pulls out a fucking frying pan and a can of Spam. Oh, yeah. Spam. <laughs> oh, Spam. Spam, 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 Spam. I mean, pam. first off, you don't really need to cook the Spam. You don't really, you don't need to. You should. You probably should. I mean. Uh, but it's still going to be Spam in the end. <laughs> I wish I knew that cooking Spam was a thing. Uh, when I was an English teacher in Korea, <laughs> South Korea, for all of three weeks. Um, I, I highly doubt you'd have been in North Korea, for fuck's sake. I don't think that's something you need to clarify. You'd be surprised how many people need to clarify that when I say it. <laughs> they God. feel the need to ask, wait, South Korea, right? Like, yes, you're talking Obviously. to me. You're talking to me right now. Do you really I'm think? Alive. Do you think I went to North Korea? No, uh, I'm walking, talking evidence that I was never in North Korea. <laughs> I was. I think. I think from now on, you should, in fact, tell people that it was North Korea, and then make up a very, very elaborate story of how you got the fuck out. Oh no, North Korea! I already have an overly elaborate story that's completely true about how I got the fuck out of South Korea. But I think you should uh, make some adjustments and make it North Korea just to blow people's fucking minds. I completely agree. I'm going to get right on that. But first, when I was an English teacher in South Korea, yes, um, I wasn't terribly up to speed. On, you know, I didn't really do much research on my Asian cooking recipes. And boy, I've never seen so much raw fish in my life uh, at the supermarket. And so, you know how when you go to Meijer... You can find just that one little shelf of Asian food and Mexican food or that, yeah. that one aisle or whatever. Yeah, the world foods aisle. Well, that's what the American aisle looks like, <laughs> it's, it's, except it's smaller. Oh, I believe in it. In South Korea. And I was such a white bastard. <laughs> I was like, all right, I don't even care. I'm hungry and I want something familiar. <laughs> the closest thing I could find to sandwich supplies in this entire grocery store was a can of Spam oh, and God. some mustard and mayo. Oh, my God. And, and they only sold like tiny little super expensive bottles of mustard and mayo and I had to buy fresh baked bread. Woe is me, I know, that got moldy in like two days. Yeah, I mean, fresh baked bread does not last very yeah, long. Yeah, I was like, I just want a ham sandwich, damn it. <laughs> Spam is as close as it's going to get. And I should have cooked it. Yeah, but seriously. But it's, it's okay. I discovered frozen dumplings oh, God. cooked in mm. uh, sesame seed oil. I am way too fucking hungry for this conversation. Oh my, it was delicious. Anyway, Tara decides it's a little stuffy in here. Time to open the window. Yeah. Hey, look, Spike. Look at this beautiful sunlight. Oh, that's beautiful. Ah, ah, ah. Get it off me. Get it off me. Ah, ah. I'm on fire. <laughs> I was trying to reference Albuquerque. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Until somebody stopped me and said, hey. You've got weasels on your face. <laughs> and I was like, ah, 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 get him off again. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I really need to watch Weird. I just watched it last night. Oh, fuck you. It's so good. Fuck you. All right. I'm going to download it illegally immediately after this. 
Yeah, you you need to see it. It's it's fantastic. All right. Well, now we need to hurry up and finish recording so I can go watch that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. After uh, trying to give Spike a tan, Tara gets all freaked <laughs> out and upset because everyone's mad because you know Spike's on fire. Mm. Eh, um, whatever. Cool. I mean, they're not really mad that Spike's on fire. It's just they're loud because Spike's on fire, <laughs> and that upsets Tara. Hey, hey, you're making the undead guy shriek. I'm yeah. trying to read a book over here. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then she starts just kind of chanting all dark. Like yeah. The words all dark. Yeah. And I'm like, but there's still sunlight out there, Tara. Yeah. Uh-oh, but there's more to it than that. Cut to the hospital psych ward. Where all the the glory-induced crazies are, are chanting the same thing. Yeah. And then they also start to chant, soon, soon, soon. I'm like, okay. Soon. That's ominous. Cool. Cut to Glory's uh, lair. Yeah, Glory's lair where the minions are doing some sort of reading the bones reading, or tiles or some I shit like that. I believe they're runes. Yeah, runes. And that's, it's kind of like reading yeah. tea leaves only, you know. Yeah, like, and they're different. talking about everything is in alignment, I guess, for using the key. It's it's Vic- time. Victory is nigh and season them DMs, carping them days and whatnot. <laughs> Seize the carp. Seize the car. It's time for the fish. Sizzle it. It will be delicious. Get the sesame seed oil. If if only I'd just, you know, (laughs) tried some of the raw fish while I was there. It would have been great. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Well, I mean, cooking it first, of course. Or I'd have choked to death on a fish bone because I'm a stupid American. (laughs) It seems more likely, really. I didn't know you had to debone them, but it would have come out more like... to the road trip where Don enters the back room to try and comfort Buffy and Buffy is just kicking her own ass. Oh boy she is. She's gone into hyper super self-pity mode. Yeah. She's gone into self-pity mode with the power of a slayer. (laughs) Right. And Don's coming back at her with some real serious sistery heart feltery stuff. Heart feltery stuff. Um, but Buffy's <laughs> lamenting having to run, even when she's the chosen one, and she should be scaring off demigods from other dimensions. Okay, I mean she's been through a lot of shit. Yeah. It's understandable that she's feeling defeated. But goddamn. All right, because of how she's talking, I do kind of wish there were more moments where, like, the bad guys would just run from her in terror. Yeah, that'd be boring, though. But it'd be also kind of funny. Like, not like a bunch, but like, I think they just need to Every do now the, and again. Yeah, every now yeah. and again. I think that does happen terror. once. It has happened once already where there's a vampire who's like, the Slayer. Comic pause. And then he just turns around and fucks off. That did happen. I, that, yeah, that does ring a bell. That was a thing. Can't just, have that happen every episode. We'd be yeah. like, oh, that old gag. Right. <laughs> we got we got more, more than enough of those. <laughs> right. Like how, you know, Don's like, oh, on the bright side, things can't get any crazier. Yeah. Get ourselves a Buffy flip here. 
Dawn breaks the cardinal rule. I mean, this isn't just a Buffy flip. No, this is a... This isn't across the board, you just don't say this shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, things couldn't possibly get crazier any more than they are. Arrow through the wall. Even Buffy, in her pit of despair, is like, you know this is your fault for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> well-placed, well-timed. Oh, I think Dawn agrees that it's her fault. Well done. She's, yeah, you're right. My bad. So, cue big stupid fight chase sequence. It's the Knights of Byzantium. They found them. It is It is hilarious, though. It's a good thing that Winnebago it, apparently only, when they had to establish that it's only going slightly faster than a tricycle. Right. <laughs> but, like, it is a hilarious sequence because they're, like, attacking the Winnebago like they're storming a fucking castle. Yeah. And that is humorous. Yeah. Uh, one one of my quotes of the day here. Have fun storming the castle. <laughs> one of my quotes of the day here, though, is Giles is like, "Oh, we need weapons," and Spike yells at him, "You're you're driving a weapon. You're bloody driving one." It's just my favorite part, though, is everyone's like, "No, don't hit the horsies." <laughs> and I think Tara said yeah, that. Yeah, Tara said that, and Buffy just leans over to Giles. Hit the horses. Hit the horses. No, definitely. <laughs> and the then horses. he doesn't. Right. Like I understand that why they didn't. They didn't. You know, they didn't want to actually injure any actual yeah. horses. They had but, real horses on set. Yeah. You know, maybe don't do that. But then, I mean, look at Game of Thrones. Oh, they fucking wrecked some horses in Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. They pulled out all the stops. They were like, "Oh, these fuckers fight dirty, and we're gonna show it." Yeah. Say hi. Get attached. <laughs> get attached to this nice little horsey. In fact, we're gonna give it a name, and then we're gonna make you watch it get its fucking arm lobbed off from the meaty part of its chest. To be fair, though, they had a slightly bigger budget eh, and better CG. Yeah, that's for fucking sure. <laughs> they weren't actually fucking no. up horses on Game of Thrones. But- no, they, probably. My favorite part though is they're using grappling hooks to get onto the fucking right. roof of this thing. Oh my god, these fucking Renfair nerds. I'm a little annoyed that like there's no reason that Buffy should have had to put any actual effort into fighting a single one of these people. <laughs> they're just dudes in armor. Yeah. Like she should have just walked up and been like pink and flicked them and they should have fallen off right fighting them on the top of a moving vehicle (laughs) come on just a nudge is all they'd need to fall off the fucking thing exactly and then they don't even necessarily fall to their deaths they just break a couple of bones a little bruised up whatever yeah because a knight starts stabbing through the roof with a sword spike grabs the sword after like the third or fourth stab and hangs onto it real tight and I'm like, hmm, I don't think he's getting out of that unscathed. And he doesn't. Buffy carps the DMs and climbs <laughs> up onto the roof through, the, through yeah. the hatchy hole, starts kicking his ass, and they start jumping up there and uh, fighting her. And it's a whole thing. It's a, it's whole, a whole thing. thing. Hell, she even embeds an axe in one of their chests, in one dude's chest. He's like climbing up the ladder on the back, and oh, she yeah. fucking hucks it. An axe right oh, in his I, chest. Yeah. Anya beats one on the head through the window with a frying pan. She's delighted. Therefore, I am delighted. Yeah. You know, it's and not a piano, but it's it's not nothing. No. You know, frying pan. She got her little bit of cartooniness, and that's really all she needed I think, in life. Isn't that one of the most common murder weapons in domestic violence, a frying pan? I don't know. Or is that just a I, That might be a, a trope. That Some might kind be a of stereotype. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Finally, everything seems to be fairly clear, but then a knight on a horse comes screaming at them from head on. And Giles gets the wash treatment. 
Yeah, it's not exactly a joust, but he... I mean, to go back to Game of Thrones <sighs> here, the Night King uh, hucks his no, ice no. spear that, through the fucking... That's the, wrong, that's the wrong reference. You're the wrong reference. No, the right reference is the wa- the reference of Wash from Firefly in Serenity when he gets a fucking spear through the windshield through his chest. Oh, so they've just got a thing for that. Yeah. In this, in, this is just the first time that... that in, in the Josh He Who Whedon Must Not it. Be Named verse. Yes. Yeah. This is just the first time that he does it. And, you know, it's not immediately killing the character. Why don't we but. just start calling him Voldemort? <laughs> yes. It's easier to say. I, <laughs> yes, I agree. Voldemort. All right. He who should not be named. <laughs> Voldemort. Voldemort. It's equally awful because it's also like that whole property is kind of damaged because the author of that property is also a terrible person. Oh, of Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we don't have time for that. No. <laughs> Cut to an abandoned gas station. Yeah. Because they're in the apocalypse now. <laughs> well, they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. It, I mean, this just really, really had Walking Dead vibes, for fuck's sake. Yeah, a little bit. It's okay. I mean, they're in California, and they were trying to get out of Dodge. It makes perfect sense. I suppose. They'd be... In a setting like this, honestly, if they made it as far as Nevada, we don't know how long they were driving. Yeah, that's fair. So, it was only one day, though. Yeah, it, it, even if it's only a couple of hours, being on the outskirts. Yeah, fair. Uh, it starts to turn into desert. So uh, they get Giles up on the counter in this place. Don is worried about Spike's hands. Buffy pointedly is not. Yeah. Anya They'll Xander. Heal. Hmm? They'll heal. They'll heal. Shut up. So, thanks for helping us, by the way. Now, shut up. <laughs> Anya and Xander wonder what the plan is, and Buffy doesn't know. Uh, Willow is tending to Giles' wounds, but you know what? No time for that shit, because guess what? What? The Knights of Byzantium found them again. Yeah. Somehow, even though she killed <laughs> seemingly all of them but the one. Quote of the day, Xander looks out the window and says, We got company, and they brought a crusade. <laughs> it's a crusade of knights. It's like the... The group noun. Oh, Crusade of is that the plural? Yes. I always see that's good trivia to have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Flaming Arrow comes through the wall and then uh, a few more come through and uh, after some more action-y fighting shit and Xander keeps stomping out did the you, flames. Did you catch the short snippet of scene where Spike attempted to fight and he, he actually hits one of the knights and then he just crumples to the ground? Oh, because his hands are fucked up. No, because of the fucking chip in his head. They're human. Oh, he's oh, useless. Oh, good reference. I didn't get. I yeah. didn't catch that. No, it was it was a very very quick little bit, and I I liked that they put that in there. Yeah, yeah. Totally fucking forgot about the ship already. Jeez. Yeah. So the but Spike does help knock over a vending machine. Yeah. So now it's horizontal in front of a door, and I'm like, you know, it actually would probably hold the door better horizontally than vertically. Oh yeah. And even though it doesn't cover as much vertical space, it's definitely got better leverage now. Yeah. This is lower center of gravity. Yeah, exactly. So the general and mm-hmm. some others are breaching the walls. Willow finally gets a warding force fieldy type thing up around them. Uh, but it's yep. okay. They have clerics. Yes. <laughs> These fucking nerds, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Who follows around a modern day clan of knights? And says, I want to be the cleric. <laughs> Shit. That's like playing medic in Team Fortress 2. 
Some people like the cleric. Which I've done. Some people like the cleric. I've played a few cleric characters that I've really enjoyed. Yeah. I'm sure you got off on it too, you fucking nerd. I am a nerd. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 Nothing but disdain for you. But yeah, the the priests are like, oh, we'll break it down and... (laughs) 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 Fucking nerds. (laughs) Go on. Yeah. Just keep keep calling everyone fucking nerds from your super nerdy fucking podcast. In my super nerdy job yeah. location <laughs> as well. Yeah. I know. I'm just a different kind of nerd. Therefore, I will cast stones. Man. I will fuck with time. I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> but anyway, anyway. <laughs> fucking nerds. So Buffy kind of <laughs> sort of interrogates the general. Yeah, I was disappointed. That That really was a light interrogation. It turns into a big, stinky, existential, moralistic argument, kind of. Yeah. About how Dawn is human now. Oh, but she must be destroyed. Blah, blah, blah. He refuses to tell his men to stand down. That's really the long and short of it. Yeah. Feel free to tell me if this next part gets a little too personal, because I'm told I have boundary issues. But I'm a part yeah she's she tries to get through to get through to him to like you know calm the fuck down but he's no he's just he's too he's a zealot oh there's, yeah. there's no chance he's um, the general of the zealots yeah he, he's the boss of the zealots yeah good luck <laughs> Uh, and He's then nerd. then the inter- rest of the interrogation is interrupted because Tara starts freaking out and going on and on about it being time. And we cut back to the hospital where all the patients are also freaking out about time and attacking nurses and shit and getting out and leaving. Yeah. Hey, um, that overcrowding problem has solved itself. Absolutely. Job well done. <laughs> it is a good day. <laughs> For the mentally challenged and the homeless who are the same people. But, you know, it's not. Right. Because, yeah, that's not a good thing. And, yeah, so there are zombies shuffling out the doors, chanting time, 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 time. Cut back to our abandoned gas station. Yep. Where Buffy goes to check on Giles. And she seems to think that Giles is going to be so upset. First, just before that... Uh, outside we see Dante murder Orlando. Oh, yeah, I, I missed that. And I guess it's because they hate, they just can't stand seeing him that way anymore. He's served his purpose. They needed him because he was a crazy, and they somehow knew that that was a clue. Oh, and he was it. also freaking out about the same shit that Tara's freaking out about, and that yeah. all the rest of them are freaking out about. So, like, maybe they're like, you know, you're a liability now. You know, we're out of food. We're actually going to eat you. But, <laughs> boy, you sure were a good friend when you were saying, oh. Man, we really should have prepared better for this siege. <laughs> <laughs> and then right after he murders his best friend, he turns around and screams at the, the nerdy clerics and says, I want that wall down now like it's gonna make a damn bit of difference the whiny little fuck like they're like oh oh you meant right now oh we we haven't been doing anything that thing that i'm actively working on as we speak oh he wants see he wants it down faster that's our bad you fucking piece of shit 
God. I've had bosses like that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, dude, I've been on a on a fucking cook line literally going as fast as I damn well can and had the guy next to me turn to me and be like, dude, can you go faster? And I nearly slit the motherfucker's it's like, throat. Dude, n- I can't make shit cook faster. I literally <laughs> like, physically. No, well, I mean, I was just putting pepperoni on pizza and I was like, I had those the shittiest those gloves those plastic gloves that oh, have God, way too much yeah. slack in them yeah. the cheapest plastic gloves pepperoni is difficult to fucking work with anyway yeah anyway fuck that place whatever yeah. fuck food service my god but yeah giles surprises buffy by not being upset about the situation is he's actually proud of buffy for her decisiveness and you know following her heart and doing what she feels is the right thing to do being able to place your heart above all else yeah that's how he phrased it um and uh, yeah quote of the day here um for a serious moment for change for a change he says i'm so proud of you you've come so far you're everything a watcher everything i could have hoped for and yeah bit for clamped yeah were you for clamped i was for clamped a little like butter (laughs) so (laughs) buffy demands that willow open a door in the shield spell yeah they have a little parlay indeed i'm kind of disappointed they didn't like put out like a white flag or something be like hey we just want to talk or anything like that that would have been kind of funny hmm well i don't think the uh the levity of the moment really called for that i know they're just trying to be gravity i think gravity is a better term for what i'm looking for there levity specifically means lighthearted brevity i don't know clearly you're not a golfer so (laughs) (laughs) what's golf have to do with anything it's just a reference to the big lebowski so right then she uh she and xander put up the most weak-ass argument for them to let her call in medical help that i could have possibly thought of (laughs) And then they agree to it. But hey, it works. And if it works, it's not dumb. The bottom line was, hey, we have your general fuck face. Do you want him back? They were like, okay, I guess. We haven't killed him yet. Maybe we won't if you don't let this guy die. So that's that's believable. I'll buy that. Willow magically fixes a phone and they call Ben. Yeah. I love that they did magically need to fix a payphone. And because Ben was born in the 80s, he answers his phone from an unknown number. (laughs) Yeah. Because they were all born in the 80s. Maybe some of them. Today, no one answers that phone today. Oh, nobody. Not a goddamn person. You leave a voicemail. And then maybe I'll text you. Maybe. (laughs) If you're lucky. So a little bit later, Ben pulls up. Hey, look, just who we want to be here. Hey, look, I found the Ren Fair. <laughs> they let him in. He tends to Giles. Yay, Giles is saved by Ben. Spike Yay. is slightly annoyed by this. Sorry, Spike. Maybe get some medical skills and stop being a stone cold murderer. I don't know. Yeah, yeah he's kind of working on it. Kind of. He has had plenty of time to get a medical degree for fuck's sake. That is true. And he's spent it just killing and soaking the earth with blood and having sex on top of it yeah using it as lube probably oh god (laughs) we're moving on from that topic (laughs) yes sir (laughs) (laughs) whatever you say sir just turned my stomach a bit (laughs) oh dear anyway in the back room 
this is an odd little moment. Spike is struggling with his lighter, and Xander just kind of helps him out. Yeah. I did notice, though, that Xander steals the lighter. Oh, does he? Well, <laughs> he Spike puts, can't do anything with it. He puts it in his pocket. <laughs> uh, hey, you know those things will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Dead. Oh, jeez. Um, yep, yep. Think of the amount of things you would do if you were dead and couldn't die from it. And I love that Xander's lighting a cigarette for him while reminding him how much he hates him. Yeah. And then he gives him a long, slow kiss on the neck while pressing his <laughs> groin to Spike's thigh. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Different script. <laughs> Silly me. I'm always getting them all kerfuffled up together. <laughs> oh, wait. No, this is the right script. Uh, Xander says, um, "I did I mention today how much I don't like you? And Spike says, you might have let it slip in. Once or twice. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Woo! Xander, Xander slipping things in. Slipped and, it right yeah. in there. Mm. <laughs> what did he slip? He slip a nip? He slip a nut? He slip a tip? Slip a dick? A, right into the right into the old brown bank there. <laughs> I think Spike wanted it to happen. Damn it. <laughs> that was consent. If he smokes, wanna, he pokes. I just want to say <laughs> there is a common porn trope of one person who has injured hands and can't do anything. Really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. The whole, like, the nurse patient thing where the, the patient's hands are, like, in cast. Oh. And, you know. Oh, it's a sponge bath now. It's sponge bath time, yeah. <laughs> George, what are you doing? <laughs> You're treating your body like it's an amusement park. <laughs> what are you doing, Joshua? <laughs> oh, just finding the exact origin point of spander porn, Mom. <laughs> You're welcome. Christ. <laughs> So Spike thinks they should make a break for it. Buffy says, no, I'm not losing anybody today. Now, everybody find some fucking food. Eat some spam. <laughs> you there. Fucking eat your food. Eat your spam. Sh shoving food in people's mouths. It's, it gets gruesome and it's messy. It's feeding time. Oh, it's very messy. <laughs> it's so messy. You know, Spander got the party started. <laughs> everybody else finished it up. Yeah, so the the general starts mocking her actually, and then gives her just lays out the whole story of who the fuck Glory is, where she came from, and why she's here, and the whole reason why she even needs the key. And you know, it's nice to fucking know all this now. Yeah, great information we're getting here, but holy fuck, what a boring expository monologue. Yeah. Okay, so here's where we learn what exactly the key does and why it's so dangerous, because it would essentially dissolve all the walls of reality as we know it, letting all the other dimensions bleed together. Well, that shit, hawk, diggity, damn, that sounds terrible. Yeah. I mean, it does. And so it if, any, if anybody awful. was as confused as I assume you were during my mom synopsis, that's what I was attempting to reference. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it actually did take me a moment because I, when I was watching it, I was like, wait a second. So you're telling me the key doesn't just unlock one doorway to, from one dimension to another dimension 
or even any doorway from one dimension to any other dimension. It unlocks all of them and completely dissolves yeah. the walls of dimensional everything. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the stupidest fucking key I have ever heard of. Yeah. Whoever designed that key was a dipshit. <laughs> this key is dumb. This key is like every cheat code to every video game that ever happened. Yep. Or the first idea that came to my head was like that's if somebody designed a key to your house that unlocks all of your doors to the house and your windows all at the same time and opens them and like redirects a few water mains yeah and a few dog kennels into your house and then you can't lock anything again ever again it's a one-time use. Sorry. It's like you press a button and there are no doors. Yeah. The doors are gone. And now you've got rabid dogs and water damage everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Of course, <laughs> Dawn hears this and she storms off all upset because she's, you know, going to end the world. Which, you know, that's that's something to be upset about, I think. Well, you know. Oh, also now they know about Glory's dual personality, but they yep. don't know who the alter ego is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dawn's a bit fucked up now because she didn't have enough to process about who and what she is. Right. It's hard enough being a teenager. Yeah, seriously. God. I yeah, could... They could have at least made her a high school senior to start <laughs> right. with. Right. Get that annoying shit out of the way. Whatever. <laughs> Buffy tries to She's insist. still got a lot of puberty to go through, for fuck's sake. A little bit. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Buffy tries to insist that it's not who she is. It's just a thing inside of her. And I'm like, that's not less unsettling. Really. Right. <laughs> there is merit in the thought of like, it's not who she is. It's what her origin was. But that is not who she is. Mm. You know, that's not what she is anymore. Like she can be her own thing. Once glory is not a problem. Sure. But like, let her be a little bit upset. Yeah. Just let her be a little upset. Definitely. Like, That's how you process emotions. You have yeah. to let yourself feel the emotions. But uh, anyway, Tara starts freaking out as well. Uh, they're having trouble getting her to eat. And uh, the general starts talking yeah. to Ben. And he actually hints to Ben that if he kills the key, the god will just shrivel up and go away. Yeah. And we get an idea of like, hey, maybe Ben's going to try and kill Don. And it's not that Ben didn't know that he, if he killed the key, that it would make Glory go away. But I don't think he knew exactly who the key was. No, he knew. Did he? Yeah, he knew. Because when he changed in front of Don the first time, or yeah. very nearly changed in front of her, I thought he only learned from Don that the key was a person. No. He 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 figured out that she was the key. Okay. I can't remember if she had directly told him or not, but I think it was she said something that led him to understand that she is the key. All right. So he he knew for a fact that she herself was the key. Well, even if he didn't, he certainly knows now. And but the, uh, the thing that the general clarifies for him is that now he uh, he knows for a fact that if the key is killed, Glory will fade away and he'll be free. That's what the general confirmed for him. Okay. I feel like he already knew that and would know that better than the general, but, you know, it's nice to have backup sometimes. Yeah. Once upon a time, there was um, a kitty. She was very little and she was all alone and nobody wanted her. Did the kitty get too 
chosen by some nice people? Well, now you ruined the ending. Cut over to Giles on the counter where Ben is tending to Giles a little bit more. But yeah. honestly, he's more tending to Don. And we, we get a little bit of a fake out here as it seems like he might be setting up a, sh- a syringe to stab Don. But no, he's actually just giving Giles medicine. Yeah, probably some sort of sedative. I don't yeah. know. Uh, we, we have no idea what it is. And I'm, he's, he's act- I'm just saying, if I had a spear wound in my chest... Knock me the fuck out. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, I don't want to be conscious for that. No, <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah. We So we think he's about to sneakity snick it yep. right into Don, but he doesn't. The syringe, I mean. And uh, But instead, he uses the syringe on Giles. Don asks if this is going to help because she's worried about Giles. And yeah. he can't answer before having a bit of an episode. Hell, you know, in certain ways, I would bet that Giles is kind of a little more of father figure in some ways to Don than he is to Buffy because she met Giles at an even younger age than yeah, Buffy did. Absolutely. So like that would there you know, there would be and more impression. And she doesn't work with him in the capacity of being right. a a watcher. Yeah. So yeah, arguably easily, definitely more of a father figure. So Ben starts having a bit of an episode. He drops the syringe. He yep. tries to get Willow to let him out. He's like, let me out, let me out, let me out. And but it's too late. <laughs> the walls are closing in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a panic attack here, but it's only because he's about to turn into an evil goddess woman. Yeah. Poof, he's glory now. Yeah, and she wastes no fucking time. She's like, oh, Gregor. Gregor. Well, he recognizes her immediately. He says, the beast. Oh, Gregor. Hubcap to the chest. No, it's not. (laughs) That was one of my quotes of the day. Spike and Buffy try their damnedest, but their damnedest be damned. They get their asses knocked the fuck down. Glory grabs Dawn and runs. Bitch punches a hole through Willow's barrier. Yeah. Well, fuck. It's pretty impressive. It is. She runs off with Particularly Dawn. Particularly because the the hole heals itself immediately, and then fucking Buffy runs into it like a cartoon. Right? Yeah. My favorite part, though, is the so the moment that Buffy like runs into the barrier, you can hear all the fucking knights and everything like reacting to Glory leaving. You mean getting killed by Glory yeah. as she's leaving? Yeah. Yeah. And like, but you don't see any of it. I just like that it's all done off camera and like afterwards we see that it's just fucking complete devastation. But yeah, that barrier definitely kind of fucked Buffy at this last moment here and it does the opposite of what it's supposed to do. Holds them back instead of holding Glory back. Glory's running off with Don under her arm like Pepe Le Pew with his non-consensual girlfriend, (laughs) like Bowser with Princess Peach, like a cat with a bag of weed. No story behind that or anything. Um, (laughs) Buffy falls to her knees as Willow begs her to get up, and Spike tries to get everyone into Ben's car. Yeah. Gerarg. Gerarg. Is this for me? I must be ready. I need my strength. strength. Give give, give me more! Nights, I shall walk in here. Hold on. You've got something in your eye. The abrupt end of the fucking episode. Hmm. How'd you feel about this episode, Josh? 
Um, <clears throat> it had its moments. It had its moments. Um, Some of the it had a, a few super flimsy moments too. Yeah, there was definitely some flimsy moments. It was obviously is all build up. I'm a little well. I don't think it's build up so much as kind of an. If you look at it on the grander scheme of a plot to a Buffy episode, this is kind of just one big long fight scene. Yeah. Of a Buffy episode. I'm a little concerned we have two more episodes left of this season yeah and i remember talking about that last episode and it absolutely didn't occur to me and it didn't occur to you obviously we were like man how are they going to squeeze three more episodes out of this we completely did not account for the ben factor yeah it's like okay that actually was a perfectly you know within the universe sensical right and way it, and reason that glory did not immediately fucking demolish the yeah. entire scooby gang but i'm still like two we have two episodes like how long is glory gonna wait to use the key how is that gonna work out i'm and how are they gonna catch her yeah that's gonna be interesting like, i'm well I, we've still got one I think it's working out perfectly now. We've got one episode that is a grand finale and then one episode of cool down leading us into the next season. Oh, wait. No, because yeah. the way the ep the season ends, there, there can't be a cool down. There's not a cool down. Oh, right. Because Buffy dies, doesn't yeah. she? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I don't remember how she dies. Don't tell me. Oh, well, but I guess we'll find out on the thrilling conclusion <laughs> of... Bullwinkle the Vampire Slayer. But yeah, anyway, to answer the question that you didn't ask back, um, it was an all right episode. <laughs> yeah. I, Tell us however, how you really feel, Rex. The The biggest problem I have is I, I don't have a quote of the day. I don't have any good ones. They're... Even the the lines that were like meant to be funny were really only so-so. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff I skipped over because I was like... I mean, I didn't, there just wasn't a whole lot to write down for quotes. Like, I get why. You know, the episode served itself fine, I guess, but there just wasn't really any pithiness to it. Yeah, any of the funny lines were a little too sitcom-y nonsense. I think I got to give my quote of the day to Giles. Uh, having a real serious heart-to-heart -heart with Buffy, because those always get me right in the feels. Giles says, I'm so proud of you. You've come so far. You're everything a watcher, everything I could have hoped for. While he's on for what... Uh, for all Buffy knows, he's on his deathbed. For all he knows, he's on his deathbed. For all he knows, he's on his deathbed. Absolutely. For all anybody knows, this is one of the last things Giles could possibly say, and that's an extremely heightened emotional moment for Buffy and everyone involved. Yeah. And I think it was easily the most impactful moment of the episode for me. Yeah. I'd have to agree with that moment. Mm. I still don't really have a quote of the day, though. You want to pick a, a distant secondary? I'd probably have to go with Anya's line. It's not a piano. <laughs> or however she says it. The one about the frying pan? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. It's not a piano, but hey, it's something. I don't know. If I had to go with a secondary, I think I'd have gone with... You know those things will kill you. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not bad. Because that's funny. Because he's a vampire. 
God, if I were a vampire, I'd smoke my brains out. <laughs> That'd we've, be great. We've discussed that. <laughs> There's a lot of things I would do if I didn't have to worry about death. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I already have the no fear thing going most of the time. Mm. Mm-hmm. And questionable judgment the other half of the time. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> well, it's your closing, boss. Yeah. Uh, this has been another episode of Beer with Buffy. Uh, don't forget to find us on Facebook. Give us a like. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so on both those. You could even give us an email, beerwithbuffy at gmail.com. You could give us a call or a text at our voicemail line, 269-743-0783. Uh, the biggest things you can do if you want to help the channel is to go on iTunes and give a review if you do so, let us know and we'll send you a free sticker. Uh, if you'd like to support us financially, you can do that in a couple of ways, either by joining our Patreon or buying some of our merch. Patreon is patreon.com slash beerwithbuffy. Merch is beerwithbuffy.com slash shop. And we almost completely forgot to announce the... Yeah, no, I was actually just going to go on about that for a moment. Yeah. Hey, everybody's just so it's not a huge slap in the face surprise to you. We're going to start counting down the episodes from here. We have, what, five more episodes, yep. six counting this one yeah. until we're taking a break. We don't want it to be a huge surprise, and we are going to be suspending Patreon payments for yep. the duration of the break. But the most important thing here that we want you to hear about is when our break starts, during our break, we are going to be doing a Patreon-only live Q&A, live stream Q&A. Uh, it will eventually be available for you to watch you know, in, for the general public, but most importantly, it will be a chat with patrons answering their questions on a live stream. And we are going to open up for some general submitted questions, but Patreon questions are going to be the main priority there. Uh, the date on that is still up in the air and hopefully we can have that on the next, the next episode. But yeah, if you want to be in on that, join our Patreon do it. Get yourself in on some real live action on the behind the scenes of Beer with Buffy. What are they like? What are they doing? What are their plans? <laughs> Where did your grandmother hide their money? Oh, just kidding. We don't really care. Or do they? Oh, and the last thing I, I almost forgot to mention was thanks to J.J. Treadway for opening, closing, transition music. This has been Beer with Buffy. I'm Rex. I'm Josh. Have a good night. Reeves be with you. Keanu Speed, Josh. <laughs> Leaves be with you. Leaves be with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you've ever dreaded was under your bed, but told yourself.
was a bit um, British, wasn't it? Wee! Wait, what have we done? Why are we watching this? <laughs>